Alyssa. Yeah. Quite frankly, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm both figuratively and literally exhausted, especially today. I'm feeling the burn today, Hannah. I'm feeling burnt out. I finished school like two weeks ago, and I expected to like feel a lot more energy. But I think the first week after you finish up school, you always just spend like recovering. Yeah, you just feel very fatigued. Yeah, and I just like slept a ton, and I also was like working full time again. I feel like this week I'm like starting to rebound, but I'm also just like not even physically tired, just like mentally and like creativity, creatively, <laughs> creatively, creatively exhausted at this point. A little precursor for this episode, we had a very hard time coming up with a topic. We did. We had to really rack our brains, like maybe 10 ideas, potentially. And not that we don't have ideas for the future, because we pretty much have the second half of the, the year locked down pretty much with maybe a few openings here and there. Like, so we're pretty set. We just like, I don't know, you just kind of reach a point where you just like, you need a little break. I think we planned it out pretty well. I initially we had this hiatus plan because I was going to go on a trip and we had gotten burned out around this time last year so we're like okay cool we'll just make june our hiatus month and just take the whole month off you just kind of need a little time to refresh and um kind of prepare for some things without the constant recording cycle so yeah we're taking a week we're taking a month month of june completely off we won't release any formal episodes in that time however pixar's lightyear does come out in the middle of june so we will be doing a special, like, short Pixar episode for that movie when it comes out. So you can expect that if you are one of our Pixar fans. And some, like, bonus. Yeah, maybe a some little bonus short, things. some bonus things, but not any formal episodes. But yeah, we're pretty much looking forward to that. I'm pretty excited to have some time to not have to, like, be doing it, you know? Yeah, I think it's I agree. nice. Take a break for a bit. Yeah, I think, well, technically, like, we're going to be doing stuff for it during right. the break, but... We will be for, like, our long-scale uh, episodes, yeah. I think it'll be nice to, like, get a little bit of, like, to be able to catch up, because I feel like yeah. the past, like, month we've just been playing, like... Catch up. Catch up and, like, trying to, like, just be able to record and stuff. I mean, 52 episodes, if you do one a week, that's a lot in a year, especially for, yeah. like... People who both have jobs and, like, who aren't professionals. Like, right, it's, like, we just do it as a hobby. Right, so it can be a lot, but I think, I'm actually really excited for the second half of the year. Me too. I, there's a lot of, like, really interesting things. I'm really excited for our, like, Pixar level ranking. Yeah, we're doing our, another, like, big ranking. But then I'm looking forward to doing it with the fact that we have the experience we do now. Yeah. Because Pixar was the first thing we did. Um, and now we're revisiting it almost exactly two years, have a better understanding of how to time manage oh, and for do sure. that better, you know? We've learned, we've grown. We've yeah, learned. I think it'll be good. I mean, and there's like, there's one specific one I'm absolutely dreading having to do, but I think it'll end up being good. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can tease this. Mm. We're doing our first book series. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a book series. Um, Hannah came up with this idea, actually. We're doing book reviews, you know? We're ranking books, which I, I we had wanted to do. Since we always we knew we it. wanted to do it. We always had the idea to do it. We just didn't know in what context or, like, what we wanted to do. And I came up with an idea that I think is actually, like, kind of good. Yeah, no, I think the, the what we're ranking, not necessarily, like, how good the book is, but something else related to the book. 
I think is a, like, will make it more fun and, like, entertaining for us, at least. I don't know for our audience, but. I'll be curious to see how a book correlates, because I know, like, some of the music and some, like, the ones we've done don't, if they're more visual, they don't necessarily correlate as well. Right. Um, So I'll be interested to see how that works, but yeah, I think it should be good. But yeah, that's just a little foreshadowing of the year ahead and also to let you know that we will be. Yeah, so we'll MIA. be, yeah, we will not be able to listen to us regularly every week for about four weeks, so. You know, it's soul-crushing. Oh, I know, right? Horrible. You can't hear us talk <laughs> for a bit. But, you know, we'll be here in spirit. We definitely need, like, a solid chunk of time just, to, like, that really helped us last year for sure. Um, we'll be nice. Rest the, rest, rest the chops, you know? Voice chops. Not really, because I'll be talking just as much as I talk normally. Right. You know? Uh, uh, the formal voice, I should say. My recording voice. <laughs> the pure, the pure voice. Yes, for, for the high quality content you strive to get. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll uh, see you in July. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
this also too might be like the episode that ends our podcast because <laughs> people get really like heated oh, about people get heated yeah so i i'm worried some of our listeners might not be thrilled look i i had a very specific criteria for how i ranked it solely based on personalities so sorry <laughs> I, we make no apologies for how no, we choose no to apologies. rank. No apologies, yeah, we've, no apologies. We've always said we have trash opinions, so mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. In our description for our podcast, it says, you have trash opinions, so do we. So we're re- living true to that. We're really, we're climbing out of the dumpster like the little raccoon bandits we are. Little trash pandas, and we, uh, we're we digging through the trash, and we're here. <laughs> we're here. All right, Alyssa, I'm going to give you some background. Yes, I'd love it. Okay, so specifically, I'm focusing right now on Western astrology. Uh, The astrological signs are the 12 30-degree sectors that make up Earth's 360-degree orbit around the sun. These signs enumerate from the first day of spring, known as the first point of Aries, which is the vernal equinox. So the signs, uh, there's, like I said, there's 12 of them. Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn... Aquarius, and Pisces. So they originated in Babylonian astrology, is where Mm -hmm. the history dates back to. Uh, Each sign was named after a constellation that the sun annually moved through while crossing the sky. Um, A little bit more background just on astrology in general. It is a pseudoscience. So scientific investigations of, like, theoretical... Of the theoretical basis and verification of claims have been shown to have no scientific validity, basically. But according to astrology, uh, celestial... (laughs) I knew writing this stuff down I was going to be in trouble. (sighs) Yeah. According to astrology, celestial phenomena relate to human activity on the principle of as above, so below. I just did the one. One finger. You can't see me, but I'm doing finger quotes around that. So basically the signs are held to represent characteristic modes of expression. The 12 signs each have opposites, so it results in six opposite couples. They're basically each paired up with their opposite. There's a lot of divides between the signs. Uh, One of them would be like polarity. Polarity. Polarity, yeah. Um, So it divides them in half, and it refers to the alignment of these signs' energies as either positive or negative. So they're also broken up into uh, four um, elements. And Greek philosopher Empedosoles... Hold on. Empedosoles... (laughs) He's a Greek philosopher. He identified fire, earth, air, and water as elements in the 5th century BC. Just like the Avatar. Yes. And so the signs are broken up, like I said, into those four elements. So fire uh, is Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Air is Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Earth is Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. And then water is Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Each sign also has a celestial body that rules it. So, like, sun, different planets, stuff like that, that's, like, correlated with that sign. There's a traditional belief known as essential dignity. Basically, the idea that the sun, moon, and planets are more powerful and effective in some signs than others. 
because there's this basic nature of both that is held to be in harmony better. So certain signs are known as having better, like a stronger connection, I guess. So I should point out because there's different um, astrological and different zodiac signs in different cultures. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest ones known as like the Chinese zodiac the Chinese signs. Zodiac, yeah. Um, they also have 12 signs attributes. Theirs is a little bit different because they work on a 60 year cycle in combination with five phases of Chinese astrology. So it's, um, theirs are all like animals, like right, rat. Right, animal based, yeah. Hannah's a rat. Hannah's a dirty rat. But they're, they fall on this 60 year calendar. So it's yeah. not like the year that. Right, they, like all cycle through right. a year, yeah. Right, so it's a bit different how it cycles. And then uh, one thing, or I guess a couple things that have become popular over time with Zodiac and with astrological signs are, sort of this compatibility for like romantic interest or for like friendships certain signs have certain ones that they're more compatible with also to uh horoscopes have become really popular so based on what sign you are they have like daily monthly yearly horoscopes that kind of predict i guess it's like Mm -hmm. a yeah it's like here's things you could do today or what you should be on the lookout for or how like here's what might be in your future stuff like that whether or not you believe in them is, you know, entirely different, but they do that. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of background I could have gone into, but I thought, let's keep it brief. Yeah. It was interesting to rank because I was looking at, I was, in my head, I was thinking about people I know who are those signs. Yep, same. I also was thinking about, like, what their strengths and weaknesses are, like, what they're, uh, known for like their personality traits stuff like that so i kind of did ended up doing like a combination of all of that yeah i did too i don't know how i feel about this ranking but you know yeah i don't either but hannah i thought it might be a good idea for us to read our daily horoscope today oh i love that yeah so i found a website um so hannah is a scorpio and i am a capricorn so i'm gonna read our horoscopes for the day that I found online for May 19th. Are you ready, Hannah? We'll do yes. yours first. Things will go more and more in your favor over the next four weeks. Interesting that it aligns with our hiatus. Scorpio. Although today you might find that they're slow to get moving, it could be that there's a bit of stress on your body and that you aren't feeling very motivated to get up and go. Don't worry about it. This feeling will soon pass, and you'll feel like your old self in no time. Hmm. That's what it says. Love that. Today's matches in love, the Virgo. In friendship, the Pisces. In career, the Gemini. Hmm. All right, here's mine. Your ego and physical vitality should experience a boost today. Capricorn. Try to hone in on the solid grounding energy that's encouraging you to come to terms with your emotions. Be aware of the fact that your often gloomy attitude may be starting to weigh heavily on the ones you love. Be careful that you aren't hurting someone just because you know that they'll forgive you. Great. Yeah, your gloomy attitude's really been burning me down Yeah, my gloomy attitude. All right, my matches for love is the Libra, friendship the Taurus, and career the Cancer. Hmm. Nice. That was lovely. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will start. Again, like we said, if you hate our rankings, it's really nothing personal. Just um, business as a whatever Commodore, whatever the fuck his name is from Pirates. It's just business. Yeah. It's just business. 
Okay, number 12, I went with cancer. It actually, ironically, is one of my most compatible signs. Nothing against them. It's sort of like a mixture of like, they can be, they can be hard to get to know, which I haven't, I have a hard time with that because if I can't like start to get to know someone, it makes me a little bit frustrated. They can also be a bit manipulative, which don't love that. But I think the problem with cancers is they're often misunderstood. And I don't really, I don't think that I know anyone who is a cancer. Do I? Oh. Who? Oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know the birthday. Well, you would know that. And um, someone else is a cancer too. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Lines Checks up. Checks out, right? Yeah. Lines up. <laughs> All right. Um, so number 12, I have Taurus. So um, all of the things that I was finding about them is that they love to relax and they prefer the luxurious, like, luxury and pleasure. And I'm just like, eh, it's fine. Like, that's nothing wrong with, like, wanting to enjoy the fruits of nature and, like, relax in a bubble bath. I like doing that. But also, it's just kind of boring. Like, it's not, like, super, like, interesting and dramatic and, like, there's not anything fun with that sign so number 12 all right number 11 i went with aries they can be brave but sort of demanding which i do not necessarily love demanding people they can be headstrong they can be leaders i think my problem is i can't relate to that (laughs) like i don't ever feel like really like a leader like headstrong or demanding so i think maybe that's just a disconnect on my part but I was sort of thinking about how I interact with those personalities because I think that's part of like my view of these signs is like how I interact with those people. And I think I just can't relate. So it's causing a disconnect and causing it to be low. Number 11, I have Aquarius. There's nothing wrong with Aquarius. I just like to say that up front. But again, it's just like the, a lot of the descriptors are like they're very humanitarian, that they want to make the world a better place, that they're like revolutionary. And that's all good and great. But like for zodiac signs, that's just like, again, it's kind of boring. There's nothing like really intriguing or exciting about the sign. And I'm on the cusp of Aquarius. So in a way, I'm like dissing myself, which is fine. I'm cool with that. But it's just like, eh, I don't know. It could be it could be more exciting, more dramatic, and it's not at that level. So 11. Shannon, Alyssa thinks you're boring. <laughs> not specifically the person, the sign. <laughs> okay, number 10, I went with Leo. So Leos are sort of viewed as, like, having, like, a lot of charisma and being performers and... Maybe being a little bit self-centered and, like, enthusiastic. Like, they're very much, like, people pleasers and very much, like, get along with people. I think, again, maybe a case of the last one. I find it hard to relate to those sort of personalities because I'm very much the opposite of that. Yeah, so, number 10. Yeah. Number 10, I have the Libra. So... This is kind of similar to the Aquarius and that they're kind of all about like justice, equilibrium, like balance and harmony. And those are all great qualities, but it doesn't make it for an exciting zodiac sign for me. Those are all things that I agree are good and like great things. And like my, our brother's a Libra. So 
like all good qualities but like in my scope of wanting to rank them like there's nothing there's no punch there's nothing that i'm like mm, spicy i need this so 10 number nine this might people might hate me for this i went with virgo <laughs> i think that they're very like critical and like detail oriented and analytical and kind of like think that they know best, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a know-it-all. <laughs> and I think, I know we know their birthdays, but I think if I had to classify Molly, uh, fuck Molly 2022. Fuck Molly 2022. If you haven't listened to American Girl Doll episodes, we're not talking about a real person. Yeah, it's a fi- fictional dog girl, yeah. fictional 10-year-old girl yeah. that we, <laughs> we, have a, we have a special hatred for. I think she would be a Virgo. I think so, too. So, you know. Yeah. Um, number nine, I also have Virgo, mm. a controversial uh, pick there by me. I kind of have the same opinion that do you do, that they're kind of like a perfectionist and practical and logical um, deep-rooted in their feelings. But again, it's kind of like a know-it-all. I also think of Jenna Marbles screaming, I'm a Virgo. And that's literally my impression in, like, opinions of Virgos. is based solely on that. And yeah, I agree. I think Molly would be a Virgo. So, number nine. We have one match. I'm surprised. We got one match. Yeah, I know. Okay. Number eight, I went with Aquarius. Uh, I, I agree with you in the sense that um, I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I think that they're like, they're creative and they're um, forward thinkers, idealistic and like their negatives was like, they can be out of touch with their emotions. I was like, join the world. Everyone's out of touch with their emotions. Yeah, but I think like I personally, it's not something that I feel like I have a connection to in that way. Um, and I think they're just, that personality to me is sort of just mid-pack. Yeah. Number eight, I did Leo. Um, I agree with you that, like, they're, like, this is the drama I like, where they're, like, fiery and they're passionate, but they're also very self-centered, very theatrical, love the spotlight. There's qualities about that that I like, but then there's, like, it's a little overkill when, like, that is your personality is drama, you know? And, like, I love some good tea, but I feel like they are the tea. And I'm, like, that's too, I'm too close proximity. I need to be, like, one step removed. You know, I want to hear about it but not be involved. But if, like, you know, with the Leo, it's like you, you're deeply involved. You're in it. In it to win it. Oh, yeah. Am I the drama? <laughs> okay. Number seven, I went with Sagittarius. I think that Sagittarius, to me, I don't even know why I ranked it so low. Because, like, honestly, their personalities seem pretty pleasant. They're optimistic. They're, you know, can converse with a wide range of people. They're explorers. Um, our mom is a Sagittarius. She fits the personality to a theme. Mm-hmm. But I guess the one thing that bothered me I kept seeing about Sagittarius is that they're truth seekers, but to an extreme Mm-hmm. So they, like, can go a little too far trying to find the truth. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to find the truth. But sometimes you just gotta let it... You gotta let it, let be. it be. Let it yeah. be. Let it you be. gotta whisper words of wisdom. And let it be. And let it be. So number seven, I had Gemini. 
Um, Gemini, it, like the twins, uh, basically you're two people because you're so busy doing things, you need a, a double to get it done. Um, spontaneous, playful, curious, but they're also erratic. And like erratic behavior is kind of like, ah, ah, you know, and like a lot of those things I like. I like, you know, all the other qualities, but uh, I don't know. There's something about people being erratic that I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, number six, I went with Taurus. And I kind of agree with you that they're known for being like enjoying finer things and enjoying like luxur luxurious things. But I also think like, is that so wrong? Like, uh, maybe it is, but I think, like, there's some positives. I think they're practical, they're grounded, they can be dependable, they can be fixated in their ways, which, you know, that's sort of a negative when you're not mm -hmm. willing to, like, listen to other points of views. Right. But, but maybe I just, like, maybe I don't see anything wrong with, like, enjoying the good the, things in life, if you can. The fruits of nature, so to speak. Yeah. 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 The Finer Things Club, Hannah. Yeah. Finer Things. So number six, I have Sagittarius. And yeah, I agree. Our mom's a Sagittarius and she fits all of that, like, boundless, you know, chase adventure, knowledge seeker. But yeah, there's it gets to a certain point, though, where it becomes too obsessive. Like, if you've seen the movie Zodiac, the journalist who was tracking the Zodiac killer got too involved, got too obsessed. His left family left him because he got too, too into the case. Couldn't break free. It became his life. And sometimes you got to take a step back, you know? You get too, you get too in too deep. And instead of going under... You try to keep. Try to keep. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, I went with Pisces. I like Pisces because they're said to encompass elements of all the signs before it. Uh, technically, Pisces is considered like the 12th sign in the line. And so they're sort of known as like mystic and connected to others, which I always love that. Um, they have big dreams in touch with their emotions. Um, sometimes they can get a little too like in the clouds and like be a little too mm -hmm. caught up in dreams, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But, you know, I know some Pisces. I think they're great people. And I just think that's a kind of personality that I can mesh with. Yeah. Number five, I put Scorpio. Top five, Hannah. But... Scorpios are very misunderstood, and if I can't understand someone, then I can't rank them that high. Known as elusive, mysterious, emotional, courageous, complicated, powerful wisdom. All things, I think, describe Hannah to a T. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, something about, like, they, they, wanna, they wanna be seen as the victim. Um, you know, we're so misunderstood, no one understands us, you know, it's like the, like, uh, teenage angst. I feel like is what the Scorpio is all about, which is fine. And like, again, I want a little bit of drama and they give me a little bit, but it's not perfect. So too much angst. Number four, I put Capricorn. Yeah, put you so, one higher yeah. than you put me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hardworking, determined. You're in it for the long game, which I got to respect. You know, patient, mature, can place importance on career, but has a strong work ethic. Also stubborn, which... Yeah. You know, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think, honestly, more good qualities than bad. Because some of the signs, when you look at them, it's like... A lot It's like strengths, qualities. and it's like compassionate. Yeah. And then it's like weaknesses, like can't handle anything. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's like, a little oh. rude. Yeah. I think Capricorn had some of the 
bigger strengths out of any of the signs. I just think that in terms of like how I correlate and how I like relate to those personality traits, not as strong as some of the other ones. And there was a couple more that drew me a little closer in. Yeah. Number four, I put cancer. There's a lot of conflicting, I feel like, qualities within cancer. Like they can be intuitive and care very deeply and um, compassionate and emotional, but they can also be pretty closed off, you know, like you said, like before you get to know them. And I feel like I just, I have known a lot of cancers, like, and have been like friends with a lot of cancers at various points of my life as well, we bleeped out some names earlier, several people that I like had been friends with at various points in my life who were cancers. And I feel like not any cancer is the same. Like, I feel like they're all very different in different ways. But I think that there's just a lot of good qualities to the cancers and like a little crab grab here and there, you know? Yeah. Uh, number three is Gemini. Part of the reason I picked it as high as I did is because I love the Every zodiac sign has like a like a figure that a figure or like a replication of it, basically a representation in the form of a like a person or an animal. Mm -hmm. So Gemini's is the twins. Mm -hmm. So it's a really cool image. I also think too, like they're social, they're adaptable, they're enthusiastic, intellectual, like everything I strive to be in life, and I'm just not. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I know a couple Gemini's. I don't know that I've ever met a person who was a Gemini that I knew of that I didn't like. I think sometimes it's good for me to be around those types of people because they bring out like the mm -hmm. uh, more extroverted side of me. They make me a better person. Hmm. Nice. Number three, I went with Pisces. I, again, like I know a lot of Pisces and there's a lot of good qualities there that like intuitive, sensitive, like empathetic. Like you said, they take a lot from all the signs that come before them. So they're kind of like, like a little bit of a mixed bag. No negatives, I think, with, you know, the Pisces. I think it's a, a quality zodiac sign. But they do, I think you said that there's, like, some opposition between daydreaming and mm -hmm. reality and, you know, the the mystic element of that, I think, can maybe be a little overpowering, so. Yeah, number two, I'm with Libra. I know multiple Libras. I think the thing I, I enjoy most about Libra's personality is that they're, like, very concerned with the relationships to other people. And, like, I'm very much a person who that's, like, an important thing to me. I like that they're always, like, in search of, like, balance and, and getting along with others. And I think they just, at the end of the day, just want to be connected to people. And I love that. Yeah. But I couldn't put them number one because... Yeah. I'm number one. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have to be your biggest Gotta fan. Gotta put myself first. Yeah. <laughs> number two, I did Aries. And I I think that this dynamic can really work. The being competitive, putting themselves first, being bold. They want to, you know, that they're like, they're their biggest fans. And honestly, like that dynamic works really well. They'll be your hype man. They'll be your wing woman or your wing man or, you know, your wing person. They're there to support you, but they also support themselves. And I think people supporting other people and supporting yourself is a important quality that we all need to have. So that's why yeah. it's number two. Number one was always going to be a Scorpio. You yeah. were kidding if you thought I wasn't going to put myself first. Esri told me it was cheating to put my own. And I was like, it's my podcast. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to put my own my own Zodiac sign first. Well, I cheated too then. Yeah, I know. We all, we, we all cheated. 
I wrote, is this a cop-out? Probably, but do I love good Scorpio energy? Absolutely. Uh, yes, Scorpios are known as being jealous and manipulative, but sometimes you have to be. You have to do it sometimes. I think, though, like, Scorpios are brave and they're passionate and resourceful, and I think people judge Scorpios before they get to know them. If I can't put myself first, as RuPaul would say, you can't learn to love yourself. (laughs) How the hell are you going to love anybody else? Exactly. That's why number one is Capricorn. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good qualities there, you know, being like hardworking and like fearless ambition, resilience, always gonna climb that mountain. You know, it's the climb nonstop going forward. But also, you know, I was reading and, you know, Capricorns, they got they got a little secret wild side, you know, just a little little secret on the side. You know, they uh, apparently the sea goats love to party. Did you say they have a little secret on the side? No, sea goats. The sea goats. Oh, they said they have a little secret on the side, and I was yeah. like, oh. Well, they have a little secret wild side. Oh. Is what I, it was telling about. But you meant yeah. a little side piece. Oh, I mean, maybe that's their wild side, is they got a little Could side be. piece on the side, you, you know? A little mischievous. And I think there's a lot of good qualities there, and I think I have to support myself. Yeah. Because I am my biggest fan. And if, <laughs> again, if I don't support me, who's going to? We're our only. <laughs> And big, only, I'm my only and biggest fan. Yeah, number one. He was number one. Yeah, she was number one. I did it not is. feel at all guilty putting myself number one. Oh, I didn't either. I already had decided that before I even started the ranking. I'm gonna be number one. Why yeah. not? I'm the best. Yeah, simply the best. Simply the best. Yeah, better than all the rest. I love how we both put like. I put you as four, you put me as five, so we both yeah. were kind of fair with yeah. each other. Yeah, we were pretty fair in, you know, in the generalization of ourselves yeah. through the zodiac signs. All right, let me run through my list real quick. Sounds good. Uh, number 12, I had Cancer, Aries, Leo, Virgo, Aquarius, Sagittarius, Taurus, Pisces, Capricorn, Gemini, Libra, and Scorpio. And then I have number 12, Taurus, then Aquarius, Libra, Virgo, Leo, Gemini, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Cancer, Pisces, Aries, and then Capricorn. Nice. Yeah. So that's our thoughts about the Zodiac. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. I feel like I learned a lot about myself and the fact I'm glad that we both support ourselves. Yeah. You know? You have to. It's very very important. Yeah. You got to put yourself first sometimes. You do. And this week I did, and I'm not a dirty cheater. Uh, I just like to make a statement to anyone who listens to this who called me a cheater. Fuck you. <laughs> your trash opinion. Take your take your dirty raccoon trash paws and get back in the dumpster. <laughs> Where you belong. Oh, my God. All right. Strong words. If you can hear me from Well, anyway, well, if you'd like to follow us, we have an uh, email, r3podcast at gmail.com. We have social media. Uh, you can check us out there, leave us comments, uh, talk about our opinions on the Zodiac signs. We'd love to hear it. If you also want to talk about the Zodiac Killer, I'd also love to hear it. I've listened to many a podcast about the Zodiac Killer. The movie Zodiac's actually pretty great. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. And Robert Downey Jr. Next week, we won't be here. You won't find us. And we're going to be back in July. See you in July. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. 
He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching Research Rank Repeat.